0: what's up nerd geeks and gamers alike it's your boy nerdy nick back with best friend josh what's up for another episode of the n squared podcast so thank you for your patience with everything as i said last week in the solo episode um big shout out to um, premium edition games you can use our affiliate link in the description below It helps the channel out, helps us grow, helps us bring in some revenue so we can get better equipment like a microphone arm and premium edition games is just really awesome. I think, um, with all shade intended is a much better company than limited run games. (laughs) They have product in stock. They send you what you order in a very neat time frame. And it's owned and run by some of the best people I know, like Jeffrey Wittenhagen from Hagen Alley Games. Or books. Hagen's Alley Books. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) head on over to Premium Edition Games using our affiliate link posted in the podcast description to help us out and get yourself some awesome games for the holiday season or for your friends, your siblings, your kids, whoever premium edition games so what's up
1: what's up what's up oh man it's been a it's been a minute yeah definitely been a minute definitely so what's what's new with you oh
0: well aside from you know getting married and talking about all that in last week's solo episode um Not a whole lot, man. Honestly, like, because there was so much buildup to the wedding. Then the wedding happened and stuff. And then there was Thanksgiving the week after. Well, there was all, oh, no, full gear the next day after the wedding. (laughs) And then there was Thanksgiving. And then there was WWE Survivor Series that weekend. Oh, damn. Yeah, so there was, like, a lot, you know. (laughs) And whatnot. And, you know, being being previously divorced, you know, that with with a child that brings, you know, alternating holidays and whatnot. So working on that, we had Evelyn for Thanksgiving, which was really nice. Um, We'll have Evelyn for Christmas Eve this year, but we're hoping to um, maybe Trade off on Christmas Day by like 9 a.m. So it gives us time to have Christmas morning as well. So it's kind of like dipping our cookie twice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else, man. Not really a whole lot has like gone down, just a lot of life stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, Brittany going, jumping through hoops to get her last name officially changed with everything. Um, Yeah.
1: It's a bunch of adult stuff.
0: Yeah, just like Christmas shopping and uh, doing all that shit, you know. That's about it.
1: Hey, I mean...
0: Still haven't heard it from my dad, so not a whole lot has changed there. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh,
1: I can't believe he dipped like that, man.
0: Yeah, you know, it's... It's my dad. It's alright, though. Ray calls me son.
1: At least that counts for some.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and he's got a mullet.
1: <laughs> and those sweet glasses, those sunglasses. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah, man. What about you? Oh, by the way, I've just been playing Call of Duty a lot. Like that's all I've been fucking playing. It's <laughs> just Call of Duty, and I've gotten really good at it. You know, like I have my highs and lows. But I've been getting really fucking good at it. Like, I would kick my old self's ass all over the place. Um,
1: Well, it's because we're playing where it sweats. So you have to get good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, like, level 94 now or something. I have, like, no option but to be good.
1: (laughs) You know? Yeah, no, for me, it's like, um, other than being sick last weekend, which is the reason why we couldn't do the podcast together last week. Yeah. You know, I've been playing... Finished God of War Ragnarok.
0: Right, which is going to be, like, the topic today. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, And other than that, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of Call of Duty as well. Yeah. Just unlocking, you know, different attachments and different guns and all that. Yeah. God, it takes forever. The thing is, like, if you're not good with a certain gun, it takes a while to get good with it.
0: Yeah. You
1: got to learn the nuances with it. You got to learn the distances. Mm -hmm. It's
0: oh god see like with me like once I find a gun I like I just with stick with it yeah. you know but then eventually like you'll come over and we'll play on, on my PS5 and then you're like oh but check out this gun and then I'm like well I like this one now so this is <laughs> this is my gun I like
1: now you know oh I'm constantly switching between guns I, I don't know it's just it's fun switching between them I, I never get tired of one gun because I'm constantly switch, switching between them
0: yeah yeah I I don't know I just get afraid that, like, either my aim or or something is going to be off, and I'm going to jinx myself, and then I'm going to have to retrain myself to get really good at a gun. <laughs> and, yeah, it's <coughs> stupid.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, though. Once you get good with, like, you know, like the f how you were getting good with the f which was uh, Marksman's Rifle, I think it was?
0: Yeah. Uh, battle, I think it was battle. a Battle Rifle.
1: Yeah, they're adding just so many different
0: things. Yeah. It's a, the single shot. It's... Or it's semi, or you can switch it to full auto. But, but it's but,
1: basically a an, uh, a marksman rifle. Yeah, like why... Like,
0: auto. it's got 10 rounds. Like, that's so stupid to be full auto. I know. You are saying?
1: But it's like, it's those those are the guns that if you get good with those, you're going to get good with everything else. Yeah. Of course, sniping, it's a whole different ballgame. Once you get good, yeah. sniping... Fuck that. <laughs> everything you're good at. But, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah no that's pretty much it you know fucking had that vacation time Mm -hmm. really did not last long at all dude
0: i know i feel like this week like the days especially like so normally the days that we don't have evelyn always go by fast really yeah (laughs) but this week to me it just feels maybe it's because like i've been home uh yesterday and today like Stomach bug was just kicking my ass or whatever. But yesterday and today fucking flew by. Really? For me. They fucking flew by. And normally, like when you're just home sitting around or whatever, days tend to drag.
1: Yeah, they crawl. Man.
0: Yeah. But yesterday, it was just like <laughs> gone.
1: Dude, I just looked at the clock. It was three o'clock. Now it's nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. And same thing with today. It's already 847. <laughs>
1: Dude, I know, I got here like around 7.
0: 7.15-ish, seven yeah, something like that. And yeah. now it's like, I mean, we did play Call of Duty for a little bit.
1: Yeah, but it did not feel like we were playing that long.
0: Yeah, no, it really didn't. It just like three matches on your side, maybe three or four on mine, and that was it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, like that always happens in December. The days fucking fly by. And I think it's because subconsciously, at least for myself, I want the season to last. You know what I mean? Like cuz Christmas is the fucking best, dude. <laughs> it's the fucking best. You know, the decorations and everything and, and all that. And I I totally get it why people decorate for Christmas like on Thanksgiving or right after Thanksgiving. The people that do it before you're a little fucking crazy. But <laughs> like I get it because everything's so like beautiful. You know like you look at the Christmas tree with the, the lights on it and the decorations, and it's like, ah, my house feels nice now. You know, <laughs> the snowman and the Christmas lights outside and stuff. I just, I fucking love Christmas.
1: Well, here we don't have snowmen, we have sandmen. Yeah,
0: right? <laughs> but like, uh, you know, in Christmas music too, um, I, I don't listen to like regular Christmas music. There's um, a station on Apple Radio. Oh, does that work? No. Oh, okay.
1: I've been receiving nonstop texts and calls for political stuff still.
0: Yeah. There was a, a few ads still on like YouTube circulating of like fucking political bullshit.
1: I, it's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. As you were saying. Uh,
0: I don't remember. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
1: I think you said something about
0: Apple or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Christmas music. Thank you. Um, it's like rock and holiday. Ah. And it's like rock versions of Christmas music, like Twisted Sisters on there, ah, okay. um, and whatnot. So it's like really cool. And but Evelyn is still at the stage where she likes to hear like the Mickey Mouse. Bless you. I said it in advance. Said it in advance so the listeners know. Yeah, but she still likes the like chipmunk versions of songs or just regular, yeah. you know. So I'm like, okay, okay, you know. And then Britney's like Mariah Carey all fucking day. Oh my god, she's probably gonna say something right like,
1: now. Why aren't you? <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh but my um, god. I, yeah. I I every time I hear it, I get furious.
0: You know, they did. Uh, she like closed out the Th- Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. And I was like, she's been released from her doom.
1: You know? <laughs>
0: oh, no. Dude, it was cool, though. It was cool, though. The, the fucking uh, parade, they had a Goku float again this year. No, really? Yeah, but they call him Super Saiyan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is his third fucking year in the parade, and you still can't get it right. <laughs> yeah. And then they had a cool Pokemon float. It was um, Pikachu and Eevee. In a, in a sled that was like made like a Pokeball which looked cool um, and whatnot. but yeah yeah <laughs> Christmas shopping has been pretty fun though I, I, I actually I enjoy Christmas shopping and like gift giving and stuff probably a little too much because I usually go overboard when it comes to like Evelyn or Brittany or whatever but um, Evelyn told me that she wants a Darby Allen AEW figure. Nice. Yeah, and so I'm gonna have to dig around for that. It sucks, dude, because the Target um, down Ina had like eight Target exclusive Darby Allen figures, and I was gonna get one for myself. But then I was like, Nah, fuck it. It's it's too close to Christmas. I don't need to buy it. Yeah. And Brittany was like, Do it here. I have a Target gift card. Use it. And I was like, No, 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 no. And then, like the next day, Evelyn's like, "So yeah, I really want like a Darby Allen figure," and I was like, "Fuck!" (laughs) (laughs) And the store only had like five left, and I haven't checked again since. Oh, so they might
1: be out of stock. Yeah, I'm like,
0: "Fuck, (laughs) you know, son
1: of a bitch."
0: (laughs) But um, she wants that, dude. Like, she wants some He-Man toys, and I'm like, "Dude, you don't watch the show, though." And she's like, "Yeah, but the toys look really cool, and I want action figures to play with." (laughs) And I was like, damn, their marketing strategy still works 40 years later. <laughs> because, like, that was the whole premise, dude. They were There were toys, and then the cartoon followed after.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, and it was to keep pushing more toys. Genius. Yeah, still works. It <laughs> worked on Evelyn. And she wants, like, Jurassic Park toys because she likes the dinosaurs and all that shit, yeah. you know. So, oh, and then, of course, she wants Barbies, you know, and stuff like that, too. I've got, like, the best of both worlds with all that, <laughs> you know? It's cool. Um, yeah, and then we're going to see AEW in February. That's, like, a already-known family big Christmas present because mm-hmm. it was not cheap. Dude, it was nuts, man. So, the tickets went on sale on Black Friday. Brittany and I were in Target at 10 in the morning when the tickets went on sale she set alarms on her phone they didn't go off and we just we were like in the fucking nintendo switch aisle and Brittany goes what time is it and i was like oh shit (laughs) we both like pull out our phones or whatever scrambling really quick it was like 10 o'clock but dude the tickets right it it would show you like what what's available in the arena and, and everything yeah you were seeing like seats just disappear like like that, really? I would click on one, and then it would say unavailable. I'd click on another one, and then like from them being available to like get them, get them, and then we had them like in the cart at one point, and it was it was like nope, these aren't available anymore. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god! But we ended up getting good seats either way. Um, still on the hard cam side, so that's the side you see the crowd on when you're watching the show. Yeah. So yeah, um. Evelyn was like really excited about that. And we were like, are you sure? Because she likes WWE. If, if we're watching wrestling, she likes that more because it's less violent. <laughs> so again, WWE is for kids. All right. Yeah. Um, but we were like, are you sure? Because like, it's probably going to be blood and a lot more violence. And she's like, oh yeah, no, if we're going to see it, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we even told her there was a, a match, um, I think it was Jericho versus Ishii for the Ring of Honor World um, title on Rampage two weeks ago,
1: mm.
0: and Ishii, um, you've probably seen him. He had a match against Eddie Kingston for one of the pay-per-views, and we were out grilling. Uh, he's like real stout, stocky, bald uh, Japanese wrestler. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that match. And you know. he chops a lot. Yeah, Yeah. so he chopped Jericho so much, Jericho's chest started to bleed. What? Yeah, Jericho was just bleeding, like, from chops.
1: Holy crap.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was gnarly. And we told Evelyn about that, and she's like, that's all right. (laughs) She's like, that sucks (laughs) that his blood probably went into his pants. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was crazy, dude. Like, it was, like, no visible gash or anything, but just blood. Continuing to pour out of his skin.
1: That's wild. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. What? And then it was
0: just like going down, you know?
1: Ooh, that? his chest <sighs> must have been sore after
0: yeah. that. But it's cool, dude, because um, they are pre-taping Rampage as well. So we get to watch Dynamite and Rampage at the show. Nice. Yeah. So it'll be like a three to four hour event. Dynamite is typically oh, it might even be longer if they film Dark or Dark Elevation.
1: So they're going to pre-record. Does that mean like like the following day it's going to release or like no, so
0: yeah, so Dynamite's on Wednesdays, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then um, that's when we're seeing it on Wednesday, Uh um, and then Rampage is on Friday nights.
1: Oh, okay, so, so cool. we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see the action, and then it'll be on TV on Friday, dude. You're gonna have
1: to. <laughs> you, I'm gonna have to come over that Friday, so we can watch it together. i be yeah. like, there you are, there you yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I hope, dude. I want to make a sign or a couple. I don't know. We'll see. Oh. Like, sign me.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, whatever. But um, and we're gonna probably stay up there on Wednesday night, like make it a like a. A fun thing
1: like a whole day trip two day trip kind of thing yeah
0: yeah Uh, I really I don't know I really wanted to get like the cage or not the cage side ringside tickets but those were like already sold the fuck out
1: I wouldn't doubt it
0: yeah I wouldn't doubt it yeah it's you know what though dude I really hope like I mean apparently they were selling really fast so I really hope that they see the success and then come back again
1: Mm. Um, who knows maybe even come down here yeah maybe
0: I don't know WWE comes down here but like seldomly now they used to come down here a lot more often not so much anymore like I to mean, Tucson
1: yeah. yeah I mean it's an open market for AEW then
0: yeah yeah and the TCC's like not a giant arena so they wouldn't have to worry about like low ticket sales if Tucson doesn't decide to show up or whatever yeah but I'm sure it would. Yeah. There's a lot of pro wrestling fans in this town.
1: Dude, I, I I, don't think I ever told you, but there was this one time I went to fucking uh, the gas station. Uh-huh. And I walk inside, and I don't freaking know how that conversation came up, but I was talking to the cashier, and he was a huge wrestling
0: yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like the guys at Men's Warehouse. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them are. Yeah. All of them are. They went and saw fucking, I think it was like the last big pay-per-view um, that was here in Arizona. They all went to that. They've gone to like SmackDown or whatever. Oh, wow. They're at the SmackDown we were at this year <laughs> and stuff. So I'm like, damn, there is a lot, you know, there is a lot of pro wrestling fans here. Yeah. You know, I think people, there's a lot of people who are closet pro wrestling fans.
1: They they love it, but they're not open about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if you start talking to someone, like if you initiate the conversation,
1: They were like, oh, another one. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 for real, dude, for real. Um, It's, it's, I don't know. I think what happened was a lot of people got bullied about liking it as a teenager. And then they were like, well, I guess I'm not talking about that in public anymore.
1: And then it turns out everybody's into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for real.
1: It's the American anime.
0: It is, dude, (laughs) right? It really is. Yeah. But, um... Shit. Yeah, I don't know. It really hasn't been like a whole lot of like news, you know.
1: Hey man, sometimes that happens, and yeah. that's that's a good sign. That means there's no freaking drama. Mm-hmm. You know, life is going smoothly.
0: Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to get into the questions or?
1: How much time we have?
0: We have, We're at twenty minutes right now. We yeah, should probably. We'll take a break and then come back.
1: All right, so for the first question comes from Trevor. What did one snowman say to the other snowman?
0: Does it smell like carrots or is it just me?
1: <sighs> oh, my God.
0: That's it. That That's it. That's the joke.
1: <laughs> Are yeah. you serious? Yep, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've written enough uh, Christmas uh, joke of the day for Evelyn that, uh, yeah. Because I write her uh, a joke of the day in every lunch. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So um, for Thanksgiving, I did like Thanksgiving themed ones. Yeah. And that, like, why didn't a turkey get a second serving on Thanksgiving?
1: Because he was too stuffed. Exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So this month, I've been doing Christmas ones, you know.
1: Ah. Yeah. And that
0: one was on the list. (laughs) Like, there's one, like, what do you call or, what do you call Santa when he stops?
1: Santa oh. pause. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's so corny. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So next one comes from, is that just drink a beer, play a game? Just from their Twitter? Yeah. They ask, what's a wrestling spot that you know you should hate, but you love it anyways?
0: So, <clears throat> mine's pretty simple, and it's probably a lot of people's go-to. I think maybe I don't know, but it's whenever, excuse me, whenever Hulk Hogan starts to like get be beaten up or whatever, right? And then he might hit a counter move, and other wrestlers down, and then he looks at the crowd. And then he just starts to pump himself up and he's like, you know, takes the big deep breaths and starts standing up and then gets all hulkamaniaced out. You know, <laughs> like I hate it because like it just looks so
1: stupid,
0: right? Like he's all, oh yeah, I'm feeling the crowd, brother. Yeah. You're all giving me energy, you know, like fucking spirit bomb level shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like so stupid when he does it. But then at the same time, you can't help but be like, "Oh shit, he's gonna go fucking nuts now!" You know, like it's so dumb. But I, I look at there's a practicality to it too, and it's just a play on the human spirit and adrenaline. It's an. Overpersonification of those two things that are very real things yeah. that turn the tide, even in like UFC fights or like what what they say, like when a football team has momentum
1: or something.
0: Yeah. It's just a play on that, but like to the fucking extreme. Another one I hate too is uh, it. Everyone loves this one, but I hate it. Ric Flair's woo. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude.
1: It's so it, it's it's iconic though. Yeah. You you can't you can't. Let's yeah, it. and I he does stop.
0: his little Ric Flair strut, you know, going around the ring, <laughs> and I'm like, why doesn't someone just take the opportunity while he's not paying attention to beat the fuck out of I him? I
1: know,
0: you know, but you also gotta love it because it's just the fucking showmanship of it. Uh, there was this one bit where him and um, Jay Lethal, there's a meme of it or a gif mm-hmm. where they're just wooing each other back and forth, you know. You've probably seen it, the GIF. I think so, Where it's like, Jay Lethal's, you know, the short, bald, black dude. He's like, woo! And then Ric Flair goes, woo! And they keep going, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and I mean, like, you could be, say, for example, like, at a wrestling event, and you just go, woo! And you'll all of a sudden hear 10,000 other people at the same time go, woo! (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know.
1: I mean, you gotta hand it to him, man. He did some... He created some iconic.
0: Mm-hmm. I think for me, also the last one, I know I'm going on too many is when, uh, God, someone's music will play and a wrestler looks at the entrance ramp. And it, the whole crowd is yelling, look fucking behind you.
1: Oh, you love it. and you hate, But you hate it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> because the camera never, if they set the, the shot up, right. The camera only focuses on the wrestler. Yeah. Right? Looking at, you know, the entrance ramp, no one's coming out. And then you it pans out and then you see like the fucking Undertaker behind somebody or whatever. Then the wrestler turns around and they're like, Oh my god You know. Some of that shit makes me feel like the pro like in in a kayfabe way, makes me feel like wrestlers don't watch the show they're on ever. Because if they were to watch it, they would know someone's behind them. Yeah. You know, but there's always like a big pop and the crowd goes fucking nuts whenever the wrestler turns around because it's almost guaranteed at that moment, they're getting their ass kicked, <laughs> you know, with like a big finish remove or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you? Cause I don't watch too much wrestling, so I don't have too many, but one thing I, I, and I don't see it happen often nowadays i know it happened back then a lot was the whole when a big move happened and like they kind of like just stare at each other oh uh, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like for a few seconds before mm-hmm. continuing on i hated it but it, it built up it built something up you know what i mean uh ah, there's that and it's more of a hate than a love but there's still some bit of a love depending like especially when it happens and then, you know, the opposing team still wins. Like, you know how there's, like, two wrestlers, and then all of a sudden, I don't know where someone comes out to help the other guy out. Yeah. You know, yeah. he comes out, but the other guy still wins. That's when I love it. When he loses, that's what I fucking despise
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, it worked. Right? Yeah. It yeah. worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh...
1: Like I said, it's, it's, a, it's mainly a hate, but when it works... Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, one, one that I, I'm not going to say I hate because again, my brain's like fucking glitching out on me because I don't know how to fucking process all at the same time. But it's like when a wrestler gets jumped, say like after a match mm-hmm. and then all of like the bad guys are, you know, kicking his ass or her ass, or whatever. No, and no one comes to help. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you guys not paying again? Are you not watching? You're not <laughs> paying attention to what's going on. Does this one good guy not have any fucking friends? <laughs> I know, right? Like, not even the fucking refs are coming out or whatever.
1: They're refs like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. The match is over. Whatever happens after yeah. that is not my problem. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, Brittany asks, what are you both looking forward to playing or seeing come 2023?
0: Okay. So, for me, I'm going to kind of piggyback on an answer that I had earlier this year for a game I was really looking forward to this year that is not apparently coming out this year. Yeah. And that is AEW Fight Forever. I'm really disappointed that it's still like coming soon, you know, and there's not a a firm release date yet and whatnot. You know, this game has been in development, I think, for like the last two years, I want to say. A lot of people are complaining about like the graphics of it because it looks like a PS3 game, but a lot of people including myself like what i have loved to see a better looking game yeah or animation style is what i what i think i'll say because it looks a little more on the cartoon side as far as graphics go like everyone's a little too buff you know what i mean yeah (laughs) um but yukes is really hammering home the gameplay aspect of it like you're not going to have to do a bunch of convoluted, you know, controls to do moves and this and that. It's going to have more of an arcade style feel, which is something I'm really looking forward to.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's a bunch of like mini game modes and shit too, which is like cool, whatever.
1: Right.
0: Um, but I was really hoping it would be out by like Christmas time and it's December 6th. And that's still saying coming soon. So I don't think it's going to be out this year. Um, they were really looking at this, what, Q4 or whatever of this year to have it come out, but it didn't. I understand that they had to rework the cover of the game, too, because CM Punk was on the very front of the cover.
1: Oh, God.
0: And, yeah, that's uh not a thing anymore.
1: That's actually probably, that might be why they're pushing it back.
0: Well, apparently, uh, he'll still be in the game. He just won't be on the cover anymore. Now Kenny Omega is front and center, which I thought should have been from the beginning, but
1: they because but maybe they had him as like a major character in the game. And they had they may they might have to rework it and put Kenny Omega.
0: Well yeah, I guess. I don't know if there's like a career mode or story mode by any means, but um I'm also too like wondering because the roster is like <coughs> it's not small, but it's limited. And so I'm wondering if they're working on other m- character model designs and stuff for DLC. So maybe they want to launch the game and not w- have people wait too long for additional character packs to come out later on. Yeah, You know, cause I would like, I would hate to release a game and then not have support for the game until like three months out or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably that or whatever, but I don't know. I'm just really bummed that that's not out yet, but I'm still looking forward to it. It's still going to be a day one buy for me. Um, and then she said something we're looking forward to seeing as well.
1: Yeah, like you know, like a movie or something.
0: <sighs> Excuse me. <Oof>. Nice. <laughs> yeah. um, cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, did you see the trailer? Yeah, like yeah.
1: right before uh, I sent you. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw. I yeah, the trailer.
0: yeah. The trailer looks pretty cool. Um, that I want to. I'm, I'm excited to see um, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Um, oh, of course! God dang, the Super Mario Brothers movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> as soon as tickets go on sale, bro, I'm snatching them. Yeah. Like it'll be like when I bought tickets for No Way Home, the Spider Man movie. I, I think I bought them at like midnight. <laughs> as soon as they like became on sale, <laughs> buying it. Yep. Boom. <laughs> yeah. As far as games though, I don't really know like what's coming out next year. Next year's not having a Call of Duty, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think there was there was supposed to be a Call of Duty next year. Ever yeah. since uh, Microsoft purchased um, Activision. Or whatever, no, yeah.
0: This was the last one that was supposed to be planned to come out for a while, yeah, yeah.
1: Which I mean, I'm kind of glad because that's how you burn out people on your games. Mm-hmm. Plus, on top of that, like, yes, Marvel for two is pretty fun to play, but it just did not have the same impact as like Marvel for one mm. 2019, or even Vanguard, honestly. Like, Vanguard died out really quick, yeah. But it had, like, at the get-go, it was, like, very fucking popular.
0: If I yeah. Remember. Yeah. I remember getting Vanguard. Um, that's the only game I own digitally on uh, the Series S. <laughs> um, but it was fun. And then I, I even, like, dropped off of it pretty yeah. quick there, too.
1: Yeah, like, it, it was really fun. It was one of those games where it's just really fun mm-hmm. at the get-go, and then it just Really fast.
0: It took me forever to fucking get into the story for that.
1: <laughs> Have you even completed this I did. Study? I did. Oh, okay,
0: okay. I, yeah, I did. But I was like, oh, God. It, it was like this year.
1: Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah, it was sometime. Yeah, it was like sometime like summer, maybe. Oh, I beat the story. Wow.
1: Yeah. It took you forever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, for me, I think. Because then there's two games that I'm really looking forward to. Breath of the Wild, the new one. Which, because apparently it's supposed to be um, was as somewhat of a similar map as the previous one. Mm-hmm. But they also added, instead of having like dungeons, underground and all that, uh, the temples, you have stuff happening in the sky now. Right. Kind of like in uh, Skyward Sword. So that's definitely going to be really fucking interesting and really fun. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Second game I really can't wait for. And it's one of those games where if they have co-op on, on it, like in the first one, mm-hmm. we all have to get it. It is so much fucking fun. Dead Island 2. Oh, yeah. Game yeah. That, that game has been in development hell. Mm -hmm. for for fucking ever yeah it's it's gone through like i don't know maybe like five different publishers already
0: well yeah it got announced like fucking
1: 2013 or
0: some shit. yeah like almost 10 years ago yeah yeah there's times dude where i'm like doing nothing right like fucking driving and i'm like whatever happened to dead island 2 (laughs) you know yeah but they, they had a cool trailer for it with a dude jogging and shit and i'm like
1: I don't. It looked, it looked great. Yeah, the trailer was amazing. There were some times I'm like, "Did that even come out yet?" You know, just... <laughs> but that's supposed to come out next year. Yeah, like they actually finally gave it a release date. Mm-hmm. Like people, so many people thought that that game just got canned, that it was just canceled. Nobody's gonna fucking work on it anymore. Yeah, it's just gone. And then out of nowhere, out of the blue, uh, I think it was like two months ago or something like that.
0: Yeah, it was fairly
1: fairly recently. Yeah,
0: it was over the summer, I think, man. Yeah. Actually, yeah. They it was released like,
1: that trailer? Yeah. And I was like, holy shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Have you ever played Dead Space? Ah, Dead Space. Dead Island 1.
0: Mm-hmm. You did? Yeah. I oh. never beat it, but I played it.
1: Oh, my God. That game is so much fun. Yeah. Especially when you play with friends.
0: So I never did co-op or anything like that. I Oh, just, I did. Yeah. It was
1: fun. You yeah. were playing with strangers. Actually, that was like, because I... That, Like, the third time I decided to actually do Uh co-op, I ran into somebody who helped me out a lot. (laughs) So, so apparently, there was, like, this file glitch thing that they did where they gave guns, like, basically infinite ammo. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, they modded a gun to... Because, you know, you can uh, modify guns and you can, like, shoot electric bullets. Right. They modded a gun to do electric bullets... And they maxed out the damage completely and gave it infinite ammo. Fuck. And then they showed me how to duplicate. So they duplicated a bunch of those guns for me. What? Gave them to me. And he's like, this is how you do it. I was like, holy shit. Thank you. Dang. And I was actually able to complete the game because of that. Because the final boss is absolute ass. Yeah. If you're playing solo.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got stuck. I can't remember. Oh, God, it was like... a. Uh... It was like this, like swamp, not swampy, maybe swampy area.
1: Yeah, it was uh, the third area that you get to. Yeah,
0: it was like some fucking,
1: like, not tower
0: defense by any means, but it was like, stand your ground. There's a giant wave coming. And I just got, like, stuck. And I was like, I can't beat this. (laughs) Fucking, I got, like, mad. I just quit (laughs) and never went back.
1: I think that was around the time when I got that gun. So that's how I was able to beat it. Yeah. Because that game is actually pretty hard solo.
0: Yeah. And the AI, I didn't like, felt like it did me any favors.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's around the time there you're introduced to that uh, that one special zombie Mm -hmm. that has um, the broken arms, but Mm -hmm. he's insanely fucking fast. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's uh those are the two games I'm really looking forward to. When it comes to movies, pretty much the only one I'm really looking forward to is Cocaine Bear as well. Yeah. Not even Super Mario, but more Cocaine Bear.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then Indiana Jones comes comes out and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Like there's a lot. There's a lot of movies. But for me Yeah. I really am excited to see Beast Wars finally get represented on the big screen. You know? I am a little upset, though, because they're not doing, like, the Maximals versus the uh, Predacons. So Maximals were the good ones, yeah. Predacons, bad ones. Um,
1: Weren't the Predacons the ones that were uh, dinosaurs?
0: The, yeah, so, like, the Maximals were, like, mostly um, animal. Our,
1: our time animals, yeah. Yeah,
0: and the Predacons were um insects or um like lizard or dinosaurs like oh, yeah. um Optimus Prime was a gorilla and um, yeah, I remember that Megatron was a fucking purple T-Rex
1: oh yeah
0: yeah and then there was a Dinobot who was a raptor who was a Predacon that switched sides to the Maximals huh if you remember that they actually so there's the whole the whole show is on YouTube um 4K remastered.
1: Oh shit. This
0: one dude, yeah, like upscaled everything and and whatever. So I'm like please YouTube don't fucking ever take it down. Please. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's awesome. I've been watching it a lot lately.
1: Dude, I used to watch that show religiously as a kid. Yeah. Yet I don't really remember much about it. I remember watching it every time mm-hmm. it come, came on and I remember seeing the purple dinosaur and the gorilla. Yeah. But I don't remember anything else. It's weird.
0: Yeah, uh, fuck, dude. I had, I was telling Brittany, I had like all the fucking Transformers toys for that. Oh, I had lucky. all the Beast Wars toys, except I never had Optimus and I never had Megatron. <laughs> I had all the rest, but I never had the fucking leaders. Wow. And then there was also like later on in that show, they got like upgrades. So like Rat Trap went from being like a regular rat to like um. Like a rat with like wheels.
1: So, a New York rat? Yeah. (laughs) And
0: like all of their armor changed colors and it was all like metallic looking and shiny and shit. Oh, shit. And what? Yeah. I had all those too, but I never had fucking Optimus or Megatron. Huh. Yeah. But yeah. I digress. All right. So, we'll take a quick break and then get into our main topic. So let's get into our main topic of discussion.
1: Boy. (laughs) So, God of War Ragnarok.
0: Yeah. So you just beat that.
1: Yes, I did. And holy shit, I wish I didn't so I could do it all over
0: again. (laughs) Yep. That reminds me of this fucking episode of uh, SpongeBob SquarePants where he gives uh, Poseidon a Krabby Patty. And eats it, <laughs> and then it th- throws it back up, and it's whole. Because he's like, that was so good, I want to have it again. And then he throws up, and then eats it again.
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the one where he said, it's even better the second time? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. So,
0: we're going to do a spoiler review. So, listeners, if you haven't played God of War Ragnarok, now's your time to dip out. If you don't care about spoilers... Hang around, and three, two, one. You've entered uh, spoiler territory now, and you've been warned. So, fuck I'm, off. I'm glad, you did this,
1: <laughs> I'm glad you did spoiler version because there's so much that fucking happens that like I don't want to hold back on. Oh, my fucking God. This is why I wish you played the first one. Yeah. So you would understand a little bit more (laughs) of what I was talking about.
0: Well, I feel like I know enough, generally speaking, on, like, some of it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I feel like I'm inadequately adequate.
1: With the game. (laughs) Good thing you had it with the game. Yeah. Um, All right. So, where do I even fucking begin?
0: All right. So, this is how we'll do this. All right. Give a brief rundown on where it takes place and story notes. You can go in chronologically order, but don't like (laughs) hop around yeah yeah try to keep it linear if you can i know it's like a non-linear kind of game but
1: yeah um so i'll start off with one of my favorite things about the game so far is how very story heavy it is Mm -hmm. every aspect about the game is story heavy even the fucking side quests Tie into like not just the the main story in a way, mm-hmm. but more so like the characters themselves.
0: Okay,
1: which I will get to in a minute. So the game takes place. In, okay, so in the previous game, you only visit, you know, like five out of the nine realms, mm-hmm. and majority of the gameplay.
0: They're gonna say majora. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the majority of the gameplay. <laughs> Uh, takes place in Midgard, you know the you know where they live, the snowy area, yada yeah, yada yeah, yada. Yeah. yeah. But in this one, it actually a lot of it does take place in Midgard, but they expand a lot on a lot of the other locations, and you actually end up going through all nine realms.
0: So, in Norse terms, Midgard is Earth. Yes. So is that Earth? as we know it in the game uh,
1: technically speaking yeah so it's like icelandic earth
0: okay like does it does it give you any like hint or clue as to like year no or time not really okay cuz i know obviously like you can pick up the up, you can pick up time so to speak in the other games Unlike the PS2 because it was like ancient Greece, right? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean it—it it is the Nordic era, so I mean whatever that era was, it's pretty much, you know, because there's 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 uh, um, I guess you could call them Vikings. Yeah, like they're they call them raiders there. So like barbarians, kind of yeah, and uh you know they they're while they're hunting in the forest, you end up running into them and all that. Okay, but um. Mother, uh, a lot of it takes place there, but they've actually expanded um, a lot of the other areas to the point where it feels like, ah, not. This, maybe like a third of the size of, each area feels like the third of the size of um, Midgard, okay. per se. And the thing is, in Midgard, in the previous game, you could spend like fucking 20 plus hours just there. So Okay. I mean, I managed to do everything pretty fucking quickly. I didn't do everything, everything. I haven't 100% of the game, Mm -hmm. but I did get like 80% of almost every area completed. Okay. And I did it in 40 hours, but it felt like it was an eternity. Yeah. Which was great.
0: So that kind of makes a little bit of sense because we were talking about it before where um, the IGN reviewer said, if you just shoot straight, it's like a 30 hour game.
1: Yeah, it's like a 20, 20 hour game roughly, 20 to 25, just depending on how well you can get like the boss fights down. Yeah. And how well you can figure out some of the puzzles.
0: So does it start off right where the other one left off?
1: Um kind of. So at the end of the other one and they they um they actually explain it in game. At the end of the other one, you know, at the very end of the end credits, Thor mm-hmm. appears. Right, and uh, it's um, Kratos and Atreus as a young Atreus, but turns out that was a dream Atreus had. It ends mm. up coming true, but when Atreus is older, okay. so it starts off in Midgard. You're running away from Freya, because Freya is the, one, the daughter of I'm daughter, the mother, mother. of And which Kratos kills at the end of the first one.
0: Isn't she also Thor's mom too?
1: No, she's um Odin's wife. Thor is uh, Odin's son, but from a giant. I don't know it's a convoluted ass fucking I'm just thinking tree.
0: yeah, I'm thinking of fucking uh, MCU.
1: Oh yeah yeah um it's because they 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 go more with north, north Norse. <laughs> Norse yeah <laughs> Norse mythology. Granted, of course, since they stick Kratos in, they had to rewrite a lot of it to fit with the narrative, but Um, Odin is the father of Thor, but, you know, Thor's mother was a giant, so fucking Thor is massive in the game. He's, like, seven feet tall.
0: I saw his character model. Huge,
1: because Kratos is, like, six foot four. Okay. Thor makes him look tiny. Yeah. You know, he's seven foot, something like that. That's what I looked up. But Freya is Odin's wife from the. Not Aesir, but fucking, what are they called? Well, her, her realm is called Vanheim, the one she's from. Okay. They're not exactly gods, but they're kind of gods. And they know special magic that the Aesir, which are the as guardians. Okay. That they don't know. They go over it. Basically, you know, she marries to try to stop a war. Odin still ends up causing the war. Mm-hmm. Fucking over Vanaheim hardcore. Um she had Balder with Odin. Okay. And so do you know about Balder how the reason he couldn't die was because she had put a curse on him. Yeah. So she so he would not feel pain. He would not feel anything in return. He will be immortal. Right. Because she had a prophecy that he would die. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because that's one of the aspects of the game. It's one of the, the, the lesser uh, lessons of it is self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah. Which is, it's great because there's a lot of messages in the game. A lot of positive, a lot of, some were some kind of negative, but it's more of like the consequences of your actions. hmm and w- which, <laughs> that was a consequence of her actions. Yeah. She wanted to protect him, and in, in doing so, he went mad. Because he, he couldn't get drunk. He couldn't feel pleasure. He literally could not feel anything. Mm-hmm. So he went crazy. And he wanted to kill her. Yeah. So, you know, of course, at the end of the game, Kratos saves her by killing Balder. Because um, uh, Atreus, the, the way to break the curse was with mistletoe. Okay. Like Treyas stabs him with a missile arrow, not knowing that that was what, you know, lifts the curse. Oh, okay. And um, when the curse lifts, you know, Baldur's like euphoric. And in that euphoria, he tries to kill his mom. You know, shit happens. Yeah. Cradle's like, no more. Chokes him out. Mm-hmm. Then, that's where that ends. In Ragnarok, it starts off with her chasing you throughout Midgard. Because for the past three winters, which although even though it's been three winters, it's been winter the entire time. Yeah. Because uh, Fimble Winter, which is what the, the precursor to Ragnarok, the end of the world. As okay, they yeah. Say, she's been chasing them for that long. Yeah. And that's where you start off. You know, you get home mm-hmm. uh, after the chase. You're introduced. They have pet wolves now. Mm. It's kind of cool. And then that's when Thor appears. Okay. Thor appears and he's just trying to have a simple conversation per se. Mm -hmm. Odin appears and that's when they, you know, he's like, all right, let's make a deal. Kratos is like, no, we're not making the deal. Mm -hmm. So that's when Thor's like, all right, no deal. We're fighting. Yeah. And honestly, that was like one of the most epic fucking first boss battles I've ever had. Okay. Cause you're you're literally knocking each other, breaking buildings and shit. Well, I mean, in the cutscenes, but yeah, in one of the cutscenes, because you know how um, in the first game, the axe that they that that Kratos has mm-hmm. was created to be on par or possibly surpass Mjolnir, mm-hmm. uh, Thor's hammer.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it turns out they're fucking equal. Okay. And one of the most badass scenes fucking shows up. Where they throw the weapons at each other, and because the i the axe is ice and Thor's hammer is lightning, Mm -hmm. when they hit, fucking the axe freezes the thunderbolt that fucking the Mjolnir (laughs) creates. So there's a fucking thunderbolt there that you can revisit later on. Oh wow! (laughs) Just frozen there in the fucking ground. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but basically the whole premise of the game is that Atreus is so dead set. On you know, finding out what these prophecies mean and all that, and saying, you know, all these prophecies saying that this and this is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But the thing is at the end of the uh, at the end of the game, in the previous one, I know there's a lot yeah. going back. Um, one of the prophecies that they saw that was written was that Kratos was uh was in Atreus' arms dying. Mm. But only Kratos saw that one. So the whole the the whole thing that's going on is that Atreus is trying to figure out what's going on, and try to you know basically you know follow what the prophecies are saying because you know that's what's supposed to happen, quote unquote. Right. And as the game progresses, Kratos is trying to teach Atreus that it's not you know prophecies that you know you know uh, are you know you're destined to follow prophecy. Right. You know, it's you create your own destiny. Right. You know, your actions are, are what create the future.
0: Free will and yeah.
1: all that. But at the same time, there's consequences to your actions. And the thing is what Atreus was doing was doing this that whole self-fulfilling prophecy thing that, you know, it's in psychology mm-hmm. where he's so stuck on it, he ends up making the decisions um, that lead to those prophecies. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Um, they're saying that the god of war for the Norse side was Tyr. And he was supposed to be, you know, the one leading the war uh, on Asgard and all that to start Ragnarok and all that. Okay. But he's nowhere to be found. But because Atreus is so dead set on following, you know, like figuring out these prophecies are, mm-hmm. he ends up quote unquote finding Tyr. <sighs> Which turns out he was led, he was led to find him, by Odin. It's a long, mm-hmm. it's a long story. Fucking Odin is, he's a really good, well, he's a well-written character. I'll tell you that. Okay. Actually, if anything, all of them are fucking well-written <laughs> characters, because he's uh he's very manipulative, mm-hmm. but he's very fucking smart, very fucking smart.
0: And is Odin a villain? In the yes. game,
1: okay. Odin the thing is because Odin himself is trying to stop Ragnarok himself. Mm-hmm. But of course, every action he commits, because a lot of the stuff he does, you know, it's basically you know, rights violations. You know, he's fucking people over looking for answers for things. Yeah. Um like all his actions is what ends up causing basically Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Because, like, like, Ragnarok, what the prophecy says is that basically um, it starts off with Asgard, you know, the war on Asgard, which causes the realms to collapse or whatever. Yeah. But um, it only happens because he treats every other fucking race completely horribly. Right. Like with the Vanir, because of what he wanted from them, he married Freya just so he could get something from her. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was exactly, but basically, just because he's trying to get something from her, mm-hmm. ah, it was he's trying to learn the Vanir magic.
0: Oh right, yeah. yeah.
1: Be just because he wanted that from her, he married her. Mm-hmm. You know, once she taught him that, and then she would stop being of use. Basically, cursed her to be stuck in Midgard for eternity. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah. She she gave birth to Balder. He didn't even care about Balder. He didn't even care about Thor. Yeah. He just used them to whatever ends he needed. You know? Yeah. But um, you know, your travels take you throughout all the nine realms because you have to find uh, um, you know, you have to find where Tyr is at. You have to find uh some shit in Alfheim. Cause there's something there important. Mm-hmm. You. you actually end up playing as Atreus as well throughout the game. Oh really? Yeah. There's uh like maybe like five or six missions or like portions of the story that you play as Atreus.
0: Are they uh say harder missions? Are they stealth type missions or
1: do oh, no, they it's they um because Atreus is technically weaker, they weaken down the enemies a little bit. Okay. So Atreus doesn't have a you know you don't have as much difficult with difficulty with Atreus right playing the game. Um, but they're more, they're more story heavy on Atreus's portions. Right. Because it's basically what ends up happening is that the first time you play as him is that he's sneaking off because he's trying to talk to Freya. Mm. Because what ends up happening is that, um, after they, uh, cause they rescue Tyr. They find out that apparently he's alive. So they rescue Tyr. And turns out he's a straight-up uh, pacifist at that point, Oh. because he was um, he was locked up for hundreds of years, <laughs> you know, by Odin. Yeah, because you know, Odin knows the prophecies, right? Od- Odin knows what's supposed to happen, and he knows that Tyr is supposed to lead the armies and all that. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Well, if I lock him up, he can't lead any armies. Ragnarok won't happen." Mm-hmm. That was a thought process, of course. Of Atreus, he wants to look for you know tear and all that. They find tear, and the kick starts off the whole snowball effect of things happening in order, like the prophecy said. Mm-hmm. So he overhears. he overhears his dad, Kratos, talking to Mimir, the head, mm-hmm. about you know how Tyr it ends up ended up you know being a disappointment and that Freya would have been a better ally but same at that time Freya was trying to kill him. Right. <laughs> so he goes sneaks off with uh Sindri, which is one of the blacksmiths. Okay. Brock and Sindri. And you know he sneaks off with them to go talk to her. Doesn't work out, but she lets him live. And you know and it's You fight regular enemies, but they're weaker versions. per okay. se. Uh, so you, there's no real boss fights when you uh, play as him. There's like one, but you have Thor. Ah, so okay. Thor does most of the fighting anyways.
0: So is Thor an ally at some points of the game?
1: Uh, yeah, at some okay. points. Because what ends up happening is that he ends up going off a few times by himself. Um, he ends up having a major argument with his dad and he actually, what's revealed in one of the prophecies, cause he actually ends up going to Jotunheim. Okay. Which is the land of the giants. Yeah. And he actually meets a giant and she shows him the prophecies and he mm. sees the one where his dad is supposed to die. Okay. And the prophecy shows that his dad is supposed to die and he's supposed to be working with Odin.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Huh. But that ties into the whole self-fulfilling fulfilling prophecy thing. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, well, he remembers in the prophecy he's supposed to be working with Odin. And I don't want my dad to die. Odin had talked to him in the beginning of the game. I don't know, I'm sorry if I'm jumping back and forth a lot, but it's, yeah. there's so much fucking lore to this game. It's yeah. In the beginning of the game, when, you know, Thor and Kratos are fighting, Atreus talks to Odin. Well, Odin talks to Atreus. And he gives him an offer about working with him to find out answers. Okay. Um, So, Atreus remembers that when he has the argument with his dad. And he runs off. And he's like, you know what? I don't want my dad to die. I want to find answers. Odin said that he'd help me find answers. Let me go talk to him. Ah. So you know, yeah, and then his dad was trying to teach him. It's like your your actions have consequences. Yeah, and it's funny because like the um his dad knows about the prophecy. Atreus goes off with Odin, so Odin. I mean, Kratos tries to find the the fates of the lands, which are, are called uh, Norns. The Norns are basically like the uh, the the. You know how in the previous games they had the chicks with the strings? Yeah. The uh, strands of fate, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're like them, but on okay. the north side. You went to go talk to them and ask them you know, answers. And they were basically, they basically told them straight up, fate's fake. There is no, you know, destined fate. Prophecies aren't real. Okay. He's like, what's going on? Basically, is that you guys' actions and all that are so fucking predictable. <laughs> that we could literally predict what's going to happen in the future because you guys are so fucking predictable. Right. Like, they literally, as they were speaking to them, the fates were s- saying what they were going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they were just fucking with them. It was cool. Oh. So, you know, of course that brings Kratos, you know, he, he knows, you know, actions, how you react to things is what you know, leads to the future that right. you want. So, a lot of the game is Kratos trying to teach his son about the consequences of his actions. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of fucking good lines in that game. A lot of lines that you could probably even use with your own kids. Right. You know, because... um. It's it's you know the story. It the first game is about the redemption arc of Kratos because he was fucking mass murderer. He literally right, basically right. destroyed his country <laughs> by killing the gods. Yeah, they had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but this one it's about him because like, it's funny in the first game he tells his son, he said, "Don't be sorry, be better." Mm-hmm. You know. And his son throws it right back at him later on, too, in the game, in in Ragnarok. Uh He's like, don't be sorry, father. Be better. But it's one of those things where he's like, you can see Kratos' smile because he's like, I'm getting through to him. Mm -hmm. You know? But, um... What I was talking about earlier about a lot of the side quests is that a lot of the side quests, like, they give you lore about either about what happened in that area or you know about um you know like thor himself like you know they actually explain the lore you know because you know how some games what they'll do is you'll find items and they'll give you a yeah. on that or they'll have brief conversations um about you know characters and it's just like two lines and that's it yeah and that's the lore well what they did with some of the side quests is like the side quests in these games is you find a dead spirit or sometimes you'll you know Talk to some of the other characters and they'll send you on fetch quests or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um like for the dead spirit ones, is they'll be like, all right, the reason I died is because this and this happened, and this happened because of Thor or because of Odin or because of this. Mm -hmm. You know, so it gives you some insight of you know what's going on. And then the dialogue that comes from Mir, Atreus, and Kratos because of the side quests. Like, reveals a lot about the characters. Right. And it's really fucking cool how they did that. So, the side quests actually don't feel like chores like they did in the previous game. Mm -hmm. In the previous game, you had to go back, you know, do a fetch quest for this character, do a fetch quest for this character, kill these guys for this character. But, you know, and it was just, that was it. Mm -hmm. But they actually kind of tied it in a little bit. Some of them were kind of like, you know, oh, my son died. Can you get this for me?
0: Yeah. know stupid yeah
1: yeah but there were that was like rare and far in between those kind of quests Mm -hmm. like my favorite quest line or quest lines because in vanaheim you end up on like later on unlocking a completely new area Mm -hmm. because like there's like the main quest area with like few side quests or Mm -hmm. you know collectibles here and there Mm But, you know, once you're done with that, it doesn't feel like you're doing anything else. And then you do a side quest and all of a sudden this whole brand new area opens up. That's just straight side quests.
0: Okay. So, like, do you see it on the map or does it just...
1: Oh, no, it, it pops up on the map. Oh, okay. And, like, it I expands it to maybe, like, half the size of Midgard. From, like, being only a third to, like, half to almost two-thirds the size of Midgard. You know, and it's all side quests. But it's like you know, brand new area. You you fight dragons and shit. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. it's, it's pretty fucking cool. But in the in the mid uh, side quest, I was going to say mid quest. In the side quest, what ends up happening is that in that area, there's a frozen lightning bolt there as well. Oh. Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck happened here?" Mm-hmm. And as is, you're doing the side quest, what ends up happening is that those characters, they, those uh, ghosts, mm-hmm. end up telling you what happened there, and it turns out, um. Faye, which is Kratos's wife, mm-hmm. was actually there a long time ago and she had a fight with Thor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. And, like, they explained it that apparently, because, like, in the cutscenes and all that, that you see uh,
0: Faye,
1: mm-hmm. or the way Kratos talks about her in some of the cutscenes and some of the dialogue, she comes off as this very um, calm. Mm hmm well well-mannered woman but turns out in like you know in her past which makes you know it, it, tying it all together it makes sense turns out in her past she was a lot like kratos where she was just very fucking vengeful and angry mm-hmm. and in that fight with uh with thor they ended up destroying that entire city oh shit yeah so like, it used to be a, a hustling, a hustle and bustle town. Yeah. Like a um, major city in Vanaheim. And because of the fight they had, they completely like leveled the place. Jeez. Yeah. And they had the frozen lightning bolt there as well because the same thing happened. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you know, I'm going I'm to look up the the lightning bolt real quick because that, it was honestly one of the coolest looking things. Well,
0: while you do that, we'll take a quick break.
1: All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> but yeah, so... The game...
0: Yeah, yeah I was going to say, so... The point where like, you find out about um, Kratos' wife's past or whatever, where is that in the game? Like, Progressively, sp- like, progress speaking.
1: I'd say about, actually, realistically, like maybe three quarters of the way through the game. Hmm. Yeah. Because um, you actually have to unlock um, a certain weapon before you get to that area. Okay. More so, you unlock the weapon because in the story, you find out that um, one of the characters in Asgard mm-hmm. is wants to try to kill Atreus.
0: Oh, because his mom did that shit or what?
1: No. So um, the character is called is named Heimdall. Heimdall is known as, like, literally the unbeatable god. Okay. Because he, um, his power is the power to be able to see people's intentions, mm-hmm. its foresight in a, in a way. Okay. So, like, the moment he met Atreus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he instantly knew that Atreus wasn't there to really help Odin find okay. answers. He was there to use Odin and betray him. Of course, fucking Odin being the smart bastard he is, so of course he's here to betray me. Mm-hmm. I just need him for answers. That's it. Right. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious how that happens. But
0: So is Heimdall working with Odin?
1: I'm, you know, Heimdall's Odin's like fucking lapdog. Like he okay. worships Odin. Basically. Okay. So he, he protects the walls that uh, protect, um you know, Asgard. So
0: well, kind there. of like the MCU's Heimdall in a way. Yeah. Like how he, you know, can see... You but, know, different realms and whatnot and
1: well he sees more of like you know like your intentions. so mm-hmm. like for example if you're trying to fight him because atreus tries to fight him because mm-hmm. heimdall picks a fight with him
0: because you know? he knows he'll fight
1: yeah yeah so you know fucking tries to swing left right and all that trying to tackle whatever heimdall's just like just dodging everything yeah because he knows what's coming
0: mm-hmm. he
1: knows his intentions you know, if he intends to betray Odin, right. he knows it. If he intends to swing left, he knows it. Yeah. You know? Which is the beauty of Kratos, because his fighting is natural. He doesn't fucking think, I'm going to swing left, I'm going to swing right. Yeah. Yeah, no.
0: Ultra instinct.
1: So, it's a little later, though. But he that's when he finds out that um, Heimdall, when he goes to the fates, he Heimdall mm-hmm. was supposed to try to kill Atreus okay so that's when um brock the other uh blacksmith, oh, blacksmith yeah the blue one mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like i know the perfect weapon for it before that we're just gonna need a few things and he brings up this uh this ring that they had apparently made for odin the while back called drop okay so it's a golden ring that every few, well, in Norse mythology, every, like, eight days, it would uh, duplicate itself into, like, I don't know, like, eight other rings. Hmm. Yeah. So okay. it's, like, you know, infinite gold, per se. Okay. So they use that ring as the base for a spear, which is fucking badass, because you start off using a spear as Kratos in, I think, the first game. Okay. Yeah, so he goes back to using, you know, Spartan fucking... You know, yeah, moves. it's pretty cool. You know, he takes um, the ring to this uh, to Svartanheim, which is the dwarven uh, realm, mm-hmm. and he brings it to a mermaid, which is she's apparently like the ultimate blacksmith. And, huh. Yeah, it's wow. So, you, they use the blood of Kratos, the ring, and I think like one other thing to create the spear. And it's fucking badass because it's a ring that on, on command turns into a spear. Oh shit! And he can throw it and then create a new one because it
0: duplicates itself, right? Yeah. Okay, I was I was gonna ask if it duplicates.
1: And then you uh, you make the the spearheads that uh, get stuck on anything. Mm. You can make them explode, like no, you. Make. Oh shit! Yeah, you slam down the spear and uh-huh. it, boom, they blow. It's oh, nice, cool as hell. Yeah, but yeah, shortly after that. Because there's some locations that you can't reach in Vanaheim, you know, until you get that spear. And that's when, you know, you learn, um, when you go to Vanaheim, you learn about Freya's brother and their resistance to Odin's armies and all that. But, um, you know, he gets that spear to try to fight Heimdall. They end up going back to Vanaheim because, um... Odin's forces attack Banaheim. I mm-hmm. forgot for fucking what reason. But Heimdall is there. Okay. And the thing is, Heimdall even knows it himself, because he knows the prophecy as well, that he's the harbinger of Ragnarok.
0: So it wasn't the other dude, it was him.
1: Oh, oh Tyr is supposed to lead the war. Mm. But what the prophecies say is that when Heimdall is killed... Mm-hmm. The horn, because Heimdall carries Galahorn, which is a horn that can be heard once blown, can be heard through all nine realms at the same time. Okay, it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's there, they're there to rescue uh, Freya's brother because he gets captured, and that's when Kratos meets Heimdall. Mm. Kratos, of course, whoops his ass. Mm-hmm. You whip his ass. Where at the beginning, he has some trouble, but if you pay attention to the like the little fights, like the, sla- like cutscene type things that they have,
0: was it like a quick time event?
1: Kind of. Okay. So what ends up happening is you know you throw the spear mm-hmm. at Heimdall. He catches it, not really thinking much of it, because Kratos it's 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 he's pure instinct. Mm-hmm. He doesn't you know think person yeah. when he fights. It's just instinct. So Heimdall catches the spear, not thinking about it. Kratos just boom, and it blows up in his hand. Oh shit. (laughs) So it, you know, fucks with him. And then that's when he press R3. He goes in and he starts swinging. Mm -hmm. The first time, you know, Heimdall misses all, no, dodges all of them. Mm -hmm. Kratos just kind of swinging wildly, trying to get, you know, a feel for the fight. Yeah. Second time, he's a little more precise and a little faster. Mm -hmm. The third time, Kratos actually manages to, you know, hit him so hard he cuts uh, his cheek. Okay. And that's the first time Heimdall has ever been hit. Ah. Yeah. So of course he ends up whooping his ass, even though Heimdall can slow it on time. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, he ends he he tries to spare him because he does not want Ragnarok to happen. Kratos. Kratos. Yeah. Because yeah. he knows he's supposed to die. So he's just trying to spend as much time as he can with Atreus. Gotcha. You know, he's trying to teach him all he can to be a man, to live on his own,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and and make the right decisions. And and for Atreus to know that there's consequences to his actions. And I keep repeating that because... Yeah. Definitely some fucking... We should should
0: have like a tracker of how many times you said that.
1: (laughs) Because, I mean, Atreus fucking learns big time
0: so he tries to spare him
1: so he tries to spare him and then uh, Heimdall's like oh this, you're, you're trying to spare me out of pity mm-hmm. you know, he's pissed off about that and he's like oh so this is about Atreus he's like oh I'm definitely gonna fucking gut him now
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's when the second half of the fight starts he whoop his ass again well actually, he's pinned to the wall before the fight starts because mm-hmm. you know he stabs him with the spear he says that, and then Kratos, of course, explodes. It blows off his arm, <laughs> yeah. but the dude is able to use Bifrost uh, energy to create a new arm. Okay. So fight starts. You possess, and then you kill. Him. Okay. And he grabs yellow the 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 horn. The horn. They go back. Atreus comes back at that point because Atreus had um, had gone off to Odin again. Because what Odin ends up telling him is that there's this uh, terror in space time, in is- um, in Asgard, mm-hmm. and there's this mask. Because you know how Loki has a mask. Yeah. There's this mask, that's you know he feels that you know if he wears it and peers into it, will let him see you know, the knowledge of everything. Okay. Yeah, the knowledge, the truth of life, existence of everything. Yeah. So you know, Triss is trying to help him out with that. Shit happens. Thor turns on uh, Triss as they find the final piece, mm-hmm. and they finally they go back to Sindri's and Brock's place, which is in between in the realm between realms. Right. Yeah. So when he gets back and all this goes down, turns out the tear that they found was actually Odin in disguise the entire time. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying a smart bastard.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, the way he was talking, Brock was like, yo, like what the fuck are you what are you talking about? Yeah. Because he ends up calling Atreus Loki. And the thing is the only time uh, Odin calls uh, or Atreus the only time uh, Atreus is with uh Odin mm-hmm. is when Odin calls him Loki. Hmm. So the entire time he's working with Owen, he calls him Loki.
0: Mm-hmm. Loki,
1: do this. Loki, come, come here. Loki, Loki, Loki. Mm-hmm. But when they first cap, you know, release him, he calls him Atreus. Atreus, Atreus. So when he gets the mask completed, they go back. He's like, Hey Loki, let's you know, let me let me see the mask and all that. Yeah. And then um, Brock is like, It something ain't right. Something yeah. is not right, and he's telling Tyr. You know, like what do you need the mask for? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Tell us the fucking truth. What are you gonna do? And then the funny part, people point this out, when Brock makes fun of Tear or Tear slash Odin's mm-hmm. fucking uh, cooking skills is when he had enough and he stabs Brock in the chest. <laughs>
0: yeah. Dang.
1: Well, Brock ends up dying, and the thing is, um, you know, it's Sindri's brother, you know. Mm-hmm. Um
0: so Odin reveals himself.
1: Yeah, they—he's he about to disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cradles manages to spear the the mask out of his hand. Okay. And you know, it co- it continues from there. But Sindri ends up blaming it all on Atreus mm-hmm. because Sindri—they had they gave him a place to stay when Odin knew where their original home original home was. Mm-hmm. So, when they had somewhere, the way they needed somewhere to escape, Sindri let him play, stay at their place. Sindri always went out with uh, Atreus to make sure he was safe, you know, and got his answers that he wanted when Kratos didn't know. Mm-hmm. So they always, you know, helped him with equipment. They always helped him, whatever they needed. Yeah. They always helped him. So, when, you know, um, Brock dies he blames everything on Atreus. hmm And it's crazy because, like, the whole point of the, like, the games are about forgiveness. Yeah. Because they end up talking to Freya, which I kind of forgot to say this, but they end up talking to Freya and they end up settling their differences. She's like, all right, I shouldn't be angry at you for what happened to Baldur. Mm-hmm. I understand you were just trying to protect me. All this happened because of Odin. Yeah. So, you know, that happened. So, it's funny because like, everybody's forgetting, forgiving everybody. Mm-hmm at the end of the game, fucking Sindri just cannot forgive Atreus, Mm -hmm. you know, for what happened. But of course, because of, you know, that happening, even Cradles is like, because the entire game, Cradles is like, I don't want war. Mm
0: -hmm. I do
1: not want you, Atreus, to experience war. Mm -hmm. Because it's, fucking war is horrendous, man. Yeah. Fuck it is. Like, even when the war ends up happening, fucking Atreus is like, this is not what I fucking wanted.
0: Uh-huh. so the war happens
1: oh, yeah, but what like you know of course so what ends up happening after that happens after Brock gets stabbed and dies um, Kratos is like alright we have to bring this fucker down so they're like so how do we do it well prophecies obviously say this shit needs to happen mm-hmm. so we're like you know what? we're not doing it because the prophecies say it's supposed to happen we're doing it because we choose to do it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So they go get the big fucker, the dude that's supposed to be on fire. and. sorter sorter yes. Mm-hmm. They are spo- They go get him. He's supposed to fuse with his wife, but they found a loophole where they use uh, Kratos' Chaos Blades to start kickstart it, the transformation. Like from the old games? Oh, yeah. He always he, the chains. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, he has him in the first game in the God of War 2018.
0: Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know. That. I thought it was just the axe.
1: Oh no, you get him. You get him halfway through the game. Okay. In the first one, in the second one, you start off with the chains and the axe.
0: Okay.
1: You end up getting the spear leader. Okay. But yeah. Um He uses those to, you know, kickstart the 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 transformation to into, into the giant. Mm-hmm. They called him Ragnarok.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. Shit ends up, shit kind of ends up hitting the fan though because it doesn't happen like how it's supposed to. Ragnarok ends up not breaking the walls because that was the whole point of him being at the final war. Mm-hmm. He ends up not breaking the walls. Tyr isn't leaving the other war. Mm-hmm. Thor still manages to smack your uh, Jormungandr so hard he goes back in time.
0: So did Tyr ever show up at all?
1: Not until after the um after the game is over. Okay. There's a side quest that you can do that you actually end up finding Tyr. Okay. Turns out Odin needing needed Tyr alive to be able to use his magic to look like him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had him in some prison in uh, Niflheim or something like that. Okay. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So the war happens. Kratos actually manages to fucking talk Thor into trying to, you know, be a better man. Hmm. But then Odin kills him.
0: Odin kills Thor? Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: I know. It's fucking wild. Huh. And then fucking Freya, Atreus, and Kratos gang up on Odin, and you gang rape the shit out of him. <laughs> you fuck him up big time. Yeah. And um, turns out the prophecy, because of the way they, you know, made their decisions... It ends up swapping where Kratos is the one standing in front of Atreus holding Odin. Oh, okay. And bringing out Odin's soul into his marble. I've glossed over a lot of things that, you know, are kind of important in the story, but... Mm -hmm. You know... One of the... Like... I don't even know how to explain it. There's so many fucking good things about the game.
0: Yeah. So good guys prevail and one person that i'm wondering shows up at all is loki
1: himself so loki is actually atreus so the whole pro what the whole thing about the prophecies is that the giants they saw you know they saw the future visions and all that mm-hmm. and they named Loki atreus they they called him loki in the prophecies hmm, okay But, turns out, Freya, like, the way everything came to be Mm -hmm. was because Freya went against her people. Because she knew about the prophecies as well. Mm -hmm. And she guided, like, she basically pushed them in a different path, Kratos and Atreus, so that Kratos would not have to die. Okay. But Atreus is Loki. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Atreus ends up like calling himself Loki like throughout half the game because he's so dead set on following the prophecies. Gotcha. Yeah. But the thing is like once he found out about the prophecy of his dad dying, that's when he's like, "Well, shit. Yeah. I have to change this." And that's when he realizes what his dad was talking about about how, you know, he needs to, you know, his actions are what determine the future, not yeah, prophecies.
0: I think there was, wasn't there like a fan theory around the 2019 God of War that Atreus was Loki or something like
1: that? Oh, well, I mean, it was confirmed in the game that he is Loki.
0: In the previous one?
1: Uh, no, um, in a, in the previous one, it was more so like they hinted at it.
0: Yeah, that's what...
1: Yeah, but in Ragnarok, they straight up said Atreus is Loki.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what happens after you defeat Odin?
1: After you defeat Odin... Um, what ends up happening is that they have this full-blown conversation between um, Kratos and uh, Atreus about the fact that, because earlier on in the game, Atreus finds out that in in, um, in order for the Giants to escape Odin, because Odin saw them as a threat, so he's, that that's why he's been trying to kill them off. Mm-hmm. They ended up putting their souls in these marbles. And... The giant that he meets, it's this chick. She's roughly the same age as Atreus. Mm -hmm. And she explains to him, you know, like, these marbles are them. Their souls are in these marbles. They are your responsibility according to prophecy. Hmm. So at the end of the game, he's like, you know what? I want to go find them. You know, they're my people. Mm -hmm. He wants to find all the marbles because they're scattered throughout the realms. Which they actually explain, explain Jormungandr. Because when he finds out about the marbles, he, he, the, the chick's like, well, you're supposed to know what to do them with them when the time is right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's this giant snake that had its soul taken out from it. So he ends up putting a soul in there. He just had the idea. Hmm. And then later on in the game, it's hinted, y'all, remember that snake that you put that soul in? Yeah, he's been growing, like, really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So turns out that's your miniander
0: the snake from the first game? The
1: the world serpent, yeah.
0: You don't fight him, right? No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, No. Okay.
1: He ends up fighting Thor in the background. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see Thor smack him so hard he goes back to time. He just literally disappears. Oh, yeah, disappears. yeah, yeah. It's fucking funny. Man. But, yeah, he ends up telling mm-hmm. him, he's like, I need to do this. hmm He's like, but in all honesty, I'm fucking scared. And that's when Kratos tells him... And that is the reason why you have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's basically, you know, Kratos saying, you're a grown man now. You know? Yeah. And you're, you're, a, you're capable of being on your own. Because Atreus uh, uh, is like, I have to do this alone, though. Yeah. And he's like, you're capable of doing this alone. And because of your decisions, we were able to, you know, survive this. Yeah. The whole Ragnarok right thing. So he's like, it's your time to go. And ends there. Of course, you can do side quests, finish up stuff that you know happens. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the I guess I I'd say it's like the main message of the game is forgiveness and growth, in a way. Because mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of like forgiving and growing in the game.
0: Yeah. So, do you think this is like it?
1: Um, according to the creators, yes, this is the final game. Um, Because, you know, Ragnarok is over, so there's no more Norse mythology to go off of. It's not, it's, it's over there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are speculating that maybe there might be another game based off of Atreus, which would be kind of cool.
0: Hmm. Was it a satisfying ending?
1: I, I feel like it was. Yeah. Yeah, like, they wrapped it up, and they killed off Odin. And literally, like, the way they, they say, you know, to introduce, like, endgame content, which is not much. Mm-hmm. It's basically a few extra things, and then you try to complete leftover things, like the, the Odin Ravens, like the chests and stuff that are left over. Yeah. Basically, like, the way they introduce that is... Oh, well, bits and pieces of Asgard fell in the Nine Realms. And there's still other things on left, you know, unfinished. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of root building we got to do. Let's set off. Okay. And then you go with Freya and you do shit. Um,
0: so let's see. We've got six and a half minutes. Let's talk about gameplay. Does it feel uh, any better? Or the same as the previous
1: one when it comes to control and gameplay? So when it comes to control and gameplay, it's actually pretty similar. The downside is that there's less shield skills, per se. But they opted out for, instead of doing shield skills, now you have the the third weapon, the Spear. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can uh, shield bash enemies, per se. Okay. You know, you double tap L instead of just blocking... Mm-hmm. or doing a perfect parry, you can shield bash him. And they introduced a new mechanic where instead of doing just um yellow rings, which is you have to perfectly block it to stop it, red mm-hmm. rings you have to dodge or else it will go through no matter what. Now they have blue rings, which you have to shield bash to stop it. Okay. Yeah. So that's a pretty cool mechanic. Mm-hmm. And it changes up the playstyle a little bit. But overall, it feels all pretty much similar, just a little bit smoother than it was before. Okay. You know, they have a lot of the same uh, attacks, a lot of the same um, equipment and all that. Mm-hmm. So it it's more story improvements than it is gameplay improvements. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, what about like, so you played obviously on your PS5.
1: Gra- are you talking about graphics? Yeah.
0: So graphics, how are they compared to
1: the previous entry? I fucking blow the previous one out of the fucking water. Wow. Yeah. And they have two uh, two modes. They have the um, like performance and performance and graphics. The right. graphics one, of course, my TV isn't you know high end one, so I couldn't really tell the difference. But it's mm-hmm. supposed to look clearer. It's supposed to be you know high end and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's stuck on thirty frames per second. Okay. So I played the game on performance because it you know I think it was like one hundred and twenty frames or something like that. Damn. On performance. But it still looked, like, you could literally see, like, the, the pores on Kratos' skin and shit like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was graphically amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. How, yeah. was, uh, how was the game in, like, the sound department? Like?
1: Like, music or just, like, overall?
0: So, yeah, music and sound effects.
1: So, sound effects, it was pretty much the same as the old game, where sound effects uh, sounded clear they made sense in, you know, like, Axe Hits, Hidden, and all that. There's mm-hmm. some oomph to it. Um, you know, it it made, it made combat feel nice. Yeah. You know, it flowed really well, all of it. And I'll definitely say that the score for the game, the music, mm-hmm. was phenomenal.
0: Do you know, do you happen to know if it was, like, the same composer?
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, because um, a lot of the music, it it flowed really well with the story and the moments that happened.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Um were there like trophies for the game?
1: Oh yeah, there's plenty of trophies.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if the PS5 still like did trophies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they did
1: remember. they still do trophies. Um cuz they have I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard how uh PlayStation has this new system where you can earn rewards for trophies in games.
0: What what would the rewards be?
1: Like you know, I think it was like, it's like these points that you can eventually spend to like get games. Oh, okay. Through PlayStation. Oh yeah. wow. But the thing is, it's ridiculous. Somebody did the calculations. You need you need to play like over like a a thousand games. Oh it, shit! It could take roughly like ten plus years <laughs> to earn enough points to get one game. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but yeah, no, there's uh, shit. You see the fucking like every boss fight you get to, you see the trophy pop up and gotcha. All that. <laughs> um,
0: so I guess like overall, um, like what would your rating for it be like on a a scale of one to ten?
1: Oh, I'd definitely give it like a ninety-nine point, like seven or something. Like honestly, it's very like on par with uh. Elden Ring for me and game of the year. There's a few things here and there that annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, but of course, every game has that.
0: So would you say, um, so is Elden Ring or God of War your game of the
1: year? That's i saying. It's on par. <laughs> I, I can't say, because Elden Ring definitely has the gameplay aspect mm-hmm. um, better because that's the whole point of the game is just the gameplay You know, of course there's lore and all that, but it's you experience it at your own pace. Right. But God of War definitely has an amazing story. You know, with amazing fucking voice acting.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true too.
1: Oh, phenomenal voice acting.
0: So nine point nine out of ten.
1: Nine point (laughs) nine
0: seven. Nine point nine seven out of ten. All right. Well, this has been the N Squared podcast. You can find me. On Instagram at nerdy nick underscore 91. Same thing on YouTube and on Twitter. You can find me at BuffNerd. You can find Josh deep in the sauce on iFunny. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the review of God of War Ragnarok. If you have the game and have played it, let us know what you think about it in the comment section. There's probably a comment section on this thing. I don't know. If not, just let let us let us know on uh, on, on the social, social media, media. that go. I just linked you guys to. All right, so we're running out of time here. Thirty seconds. Um, thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you in the next
1: one. Later.